0: Hello, welcome to this week's Therapy For Me and there's going to be a lot of Holiday talk—that's going to dominate this week's um, episode because we're due to go on holiday on Friday, well Saturday, early Saturday morning. So, um, as you can expect, when you're in that situation and you're trying to get last-minute things done and you're trying to wrap up bits of work and all those kind of things, it fairly dominates, uh, fairly dominates the week. So, uh, so there's a fair bit of holiday, but there's some other stuff, sort of, kind of spliced, uh, spliced in. But anyway, let's get started, and we'll have a little bit of that. Tw- Twangy guitar. Monday. So we are heading now to Cornwall um, next week and starting to do bits of plans and and slowly in the process of pulling together bits of packing and all the kind of things that you do um, that in, that seem to be something that comes around because of a family trip. I don't seem to recall when uh, I was doing sort of hops over to the continent and when I was in my 20s, there seemed to be quite as much time and effort spent around organisation as packing as there is now. So I can only assume it's something that is a is a kind of mixture of uh, of the kind of the, the neuroses of of middle age mixed in with the requirements of of a family uh, rather than just actually you know have you got enough pairs of pants and some, some lotion. Um, one of the things we've been talking about because um, we're going to Cornwall and Cornwall um, is fairly packed um at this at this point in time and obviously there's lots of um there's lots of businesses doing their best to maximize um you know the whole deep season particularly because obviously at the time they've had during uh, during the pandemic so we were starting to look at places to go and um to eat at potentially if, if we were going to eat out on certain evenings we'd, we'd we've got we've got um, self-catering accommodation for both weeks um, but you know you, the, your mind goes towards eating out and those kind of things and um, I guess the issues of places being busy and needing to make bookings and all those kind of things and there was a uh, the first week we uh we're staying close to Camelford which is sort of middle to north Cornwall so not as hectic as the kind of Newquay, St Ives, Falmouth kind of uh, neck of the woods. Um, it's a little bit inland. Uh, it's not somewhere where I, I would expect to be. Yeah, I'm mean, constantly busy, busier than it would normally be, but it's not quite the same as some of the other hotspots um, in the, you know, in the county. And um, and we found a pub that we thought was interesting and went to make inquiries about booking, and was told that if you were going to book, there was a deposit. A non-refundable deposit for every member of the party going, and that was ten pounds a head. And I found myself in a situation where I took a kind of intake of breath, the whole, the whole sort of drawing in of air through the teeth, the kind of kind of thing, and 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 found myself going full on Yorkshire and full on Northern. And and we decided not to make the booking um, simply because um, it felt a little bit like, uh, i say it was a bit of a rip-off. I totally understand why they're doing it, and I totally understand the issue with no-shows. But I think there's something different between the whole concept of a no-show and the ability to make a booking and then potentially, um, potentially cancel it, you know, a week or a fortnight out, when actually you shouldn't be in a situation where you're being penalised. And it was one of those things, it just felt... There would have been seven of us going, so it felt. Had we got down there and decided that we didn't like the look of the pace, seventy quid seemed a lot of money to be penalised just, just for the purposes of 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 making a making a booking. So I don't know. I was in this in that strange place because I really feel for. Um, I've always felt this. It's 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 appalling if you you know if you um if you book a restaurant and then and then just decide not to show up i've always thought that was a terrible thing and the whole concept of booking two or three restaurants and then picking one of them and not letting the others go i always thought was really discourteous and really rude uh, so i get why as a restaurant you would you would ask for some kind of security on the on the uh, on the booking but i think the flip is you know, if you can't cancel that, if you make a reservation a couple of weeks out and you're then in a situation where you can't cancel that, or you can't cancel without a penalty, that seems a little bit harsh, um, harsh as uh, as well. So i find myself a little bit torn on this one. Um, we perhaps need to revisit. Maybe I've not read the T's and C's correctly. Maybe there is there is adequate time to allow you to change your mind or what have you. But it just it just felt a little bit like. You were taking advantage of the fact it was busy. Um, And and obviously when people are coming distance and don't know a lot about their area, it seemed, uh, or or even exactly what the circumstances would be, it seemed a little bit, just a little bit, um, a a, a little bit of a, I know the phrase I want to use, but um, yeah, a little bit of, um, you know, maybe a bit of a kind of a, let's go with it. It was a bit of a piss take really, wasn't it? (laughs) tuesday i like a lot of people have been quite surprised that the uh, the levels of covid have actually dropped um and far from getting towards the hundred thousand total that the government had been suggesting would happen when restrictions were lifted we're actually in the mid 20,000, so we're showing a drop-off rather than being, you know, rocketing forward into into the other direction. Um, the pandemic has still been fairly real, so I'm quite... I'm still quite self-congratulatory that I, I I picked up on that one, but the 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 numbers of cases you know um, seems to you know seems to not have have, have happened the way that um, there was some speculation that it that it would happen. To be fair, speculation that was fueled by the health secretary saying that's the numbers he was expecting. So it wasn't as if this hadn't come from anything other than you know not only a government source but the government source as far as public health is concerned. Um, I think. Um, I was listening to something today that suggested the reason why is that in reality um, the public has behaved very responsibly since the unlocking and the modelling that brought about numbers around six figures and, and more was modelled around a certain amount of assumptions about public behaviour. And actually, the more modest numbers, in, including the drop-off, have been down to the fact that, obviously, vaccinations are still happening, are still not only going on, but are settling into more people over time, so therefore becoming more, um, you know, more uh, efficacious. No, efficacious? I can't say that word. They're, they're getting better. Um, and, um, and also the fact that, And I think this is something that I've seen as well, Um, that we're wearing masks still. We're wearing masks in public places still. There's still plenty of people wearing masks in shops. There's plenty of people wearing masks in busy places there's plenty of people still social distancing the in, the amount of contact and i take myself as an example that i'm having hasn't increased i'm not rushed out to go different places and i've not really changed my behaviour and a lot of people are taking exactly the same route that their behaviour hasn't actually you know changed that much um, even though we had you know what was theoretically you know freedom day now of course I don't know what the young people are doing. I know that I know that there's still a, a large portion of people, you know, a, a lot of the transmission is in the younger age groups. So this could be down to a mix of lack of, um, you know, vaccine take up or a lower vaccine table in that group. Plus the fact that they are, um, you know, a more um, outgoing bunch who have, who have gone back to their, their pre pandemic behaviors or, or adopted them far more readily. I don't know, but, it's quite. I can't help thinking when I heard it. I thought, good, you know, in the absence of, a, of 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 a debate, and in the absence of what I thought would have been, you know, sensible government um, sort of um, guidance on on how to behave, the public have taken it upon you know amongst, upon themselves to so actually behave quite well. And to be fair, the numbers in terms of all the the polling data told us that would be the case, but it actually has been the case. Actually, the public has has gone along and said, you know what, we don't think this is over yet. We still think we should be cautious. These things that we have to do are not a great imposition on our lives. So therefore, we're not going to throw our masks down. Um, We're actually going to continue to behave in a similar way to we're behaving because we don't think we're necessarily out of the woods yet. And let's face it, until the globe, is vaccinated until there's antibody and resistance globally. This thing doesn't go away. So, um, a, a shot in the arm, uh, if that's the right phrase, um, probably is the right phrase in this instance, um, to, to everybody out there continuing to do the right thing. <laughs> So we've made the decision that we're going to go back, certainly in my case, to the Cornwall holidays um, of my youth. And because we're expecting the traffic to be, um, you know, fairly severe on Saturdays, we travel down... We've made the decision that we're going to get up at uh, three, 3 o'clock in the morning with a view that we'll try and be on the road for somewhere between 3.45 and 4. bundle the kids in the car, sort of, you know, semi-conscious, hope they'll go back to sleep, and we are going to, to, to use that immortal phrase, we're going to try and break the back of the journey in those hours between sort of 4 and 8 o'clock in the morning. Um, so we're going to try and, try and get to, to sleep sort of certainly before 10, get you know, maybe five, five and a bit hours sleep, and then and then get on the road with a view that we get past Bristol. There seems to be this there's this mythic thing about Bristol, uh, and if everybody lives in Bristol, it's got nothing to do with the place. I think Bristol's a, a, a fine place, really like it. But there's, because it's the point where the M4 and the M5 converge, then effectively anybody travelling to... The vast majority of people travelling to Cornwall will be travelling from... Uh, you know, from from further afield than Bristol, so therefore, um, you know, you're either coming from the south along the M4, um, or you're coming from the north, and you've probably funneled your way down the M5, and those two roads, you know, join and become one um, at Bristol, so therefore, two, two big gluts of traffic become one glut of traffic, and, and for that sort of hour, well, potentially from Bristol all the way down, you're in that, that stop-starty traffic flowy thing. So we're, we're we're seeing if we can get ahead of that um, by being through Bristol by sort of eight through that junction that interchange by before eight o'clock, and the view that you're ahead of everything. That even if people have set off at seven o'clock in the morning, they're probably at least an hour away from that junction, so you're probably ahead of them, and then you just have a relatively easy freewheel down from Bristol. Because let's face it, it's Cornwall, so it's downhill. You've seen the map. We know it's downhill. We virtually free it from Bristol, um, so that so that's the plan, and it takes me back to you know this is that bit where I'm doing the same thing, or or or, or Al and I I doing the same thing that my parents did when we had journeys like that, and that was the thing. And you get up and you either drive through the night or you get up early and you get that bit of the journey done, and you you, you avoid that you know that that kind of holiday rush rush, rush traffic. So. Again, I don't know if it's the same midlife neuroses that come with the, the, the need to start packing or the packing being something that dominates the house for a week beforehand, but it's the same thing with, with the journey. You don't feel like at nine o'clock in the morning you can throw a bag in the car and set off and go to hell with it, we'll get there when we get there. And you know it seems to need to be far more organized and, and, and planned and, you know and, and strategized uh, than that. But we've made the decision. I'm fairly comfortable the number of people that listen to this that will be going to Cornwall at the same time we are will not make a difference. So even though I'm letting you know ahead of time what our plan is, I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference in terms of its its ability to, to play out. Uh, I think we're still fairly safe that, that, that the TFM um, audience won't actually scupper our plans. But, but there they are. That's what they're doing. Throwback to the past... Behaving like my parents, nailed on. Thursday. I talked before about Philip Kerr and the fact that I really like the author uh, Philip Kerr and I particularly like um, the Bernie Gunther. Um, books. The series of books are about this 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 um, Berlin detective um, who works in the um, the, the murder commission um, in in the Berlin police force. Um, and some of it's set before the war, um, Second World War. That is some of it's set uh, bits during the war and bits post war as well. And they are fantastic. He's an he is just this incredible anti hero. Um, and it's a it's a beautiful piece of writing. There's there's real elements of Chandler in there. Uh, certainly, the early ones are quite high, highly stylised and very Chandleresque. Um, but they're just they're, they're beautifully written. They're beautifully researched. They're 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 a real are uh, a real joy. And uh, and and unfortunately, we lost Philip Kerr um, a short while ago. He'd, he was taken far too young at the age of sixty two from uh, cancer. I can't remember which one, but he he, he was taken with, with cancer. And uh, the final book in the in the series Metropolis was um, you know came out within the last year. I've kind of put off reading it. Really, uh, I guess I didn't want the whole thing to come to an end, but I kind of put off reading it. And I've read a couple of others of his in the interim. Ones that have been re released. They've gone through and they're re releasing a lot of his his other books. Ones that I wasn't aware of. So I've, I've read a couple of others of his, um, but I found myself now on you know at that last. That last point, and the last book metropolis I, I I finished today um and there's something just quite sad about about that moment i mean i shall I shall go back and I shall read them all again there's the you know i'm definitely intending on going through the series again that they're, they're that rich and and that dense that they 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 stand up to multiple you know uh, reads um and and certainly the you know the first the first three or four i've read a couple of times but i 'll probably go through the entire Cycle again, but it's just a, it's just a sad moment. Um, you know, I knew it was coming to an end. I mean, the the last book's great. Um, the last book's probably not um, as 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 complex as some of the others. It's a, it's more linear than some of the others. It's it's a you know it's it's a, a lot of the others zip around in timelines, and there's a lot of reflective stuff in them. This one is is is, is fairly linear in terms of. Uh, in terms of you know how it's set. Um, and it and it certainly doesn't feel like maybe the end it would have been, um, um, but this is, we've we've come to the end of the arc and this is the this is the last instalment, um, and it, it, yeah, just 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 a real shame. And if you've not if you've not read them, uh, I would I would wholeheartedly you know you know. Push you towards the. Um, they're 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 fairly they're fairly hard reading in places. Um, then they I wouldn't say they're gratuitous, but I would say that they're. You know they they're they're certainly they're certainly dark in places and they're certainly stark in places. But they're very very worth. Uh, worth reading so if, if it's that that's your kind of thing if you can cope with something like that then they are absolutely fantastic I'll push you towards the, the first three which is the, the Berlin Noir trilogy I'll put some details in the notes but uh, yeah a bit of a shame uh, to come to the end of, of that but the world's a better place for for having that series of books no doubt Friday Okay, so we have uh, a wee bit of a holiday hiccup. It's all it's all change, um, or all change for a couple of days, anyway. Um, we got the call today, you know, the call that's going to come for anybody, I guess, at the moment who's looking forward to something and has planned for something, in the fact that um, that that uh, our eldest Josh has uh, one of his friends has tested positive for COVID, um, and he's been in contact with them over the course of the last week um it's not enough to cause him to have to self isolate um so in that that's that's a blessing um which is you know it, it could have been it could have been a lot worse um but what it's meant is that for the next two or three days there's a possibility that that Josh may test positive for for covid so um so we've made the decision not to go or rather not to go straight away um and I think we've been quite sensible. Um the first week we're we're in a glamping pod and and I don't know if you've you 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 know the kind of things I'm talking about but essentially they're oversized sheds. This this and and they're well appointed oversized sheds, don't get me wrong. Um you know and and, and there's there's one bed that's made up and then there's one sofa that turns into another bed and there's a table in there and there's a little kind of little kitchen thing with a with a you know uh, the ability to wash up, and there's a small fridge and what have you. Uh, Caravan esque in terms of in terms of the kind of amount of stuff you've got. So there's a couple of rings and um, and there's a microwave in there and there's a toaster. So you've, there's there's things you can you can easily knock up a meal or what have you. And obviously the idea is that you're outside and probably barbeing and what have you. But the, the crucial thing about it is is it's a single room. Um, so for the first week we're all in a, effectively a, a, a big wooden tent um and faced with a, a long journey down um to Cornwall uh in close proximity and faced with the fact that we're going to be in close proximity um in the in the accommodation for the first week with the accommodation for the second week is a lodge, it's bigger we've got more space um we've thought it through and decided that it's probably worth hanging on a couple of days just to check that 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 Josh doesn't test positive so we've got the advantage that we can, we can isolate from him for a few days, just to you know, if there's any way of reducing the the, the chance that you know that that, uh, that the rest of the family uh, come down with it. If he comes down with it, there's a little bit of a buffer there. Might not be enough, but um, but there is a little bit of a buffer there. Um, and and the, and I guess the the other point is that um, you know if if we do go and he tests positive, the chances of us all testing positive with that level of um interaction over the next few days would be far higher. Uh and I guess if it does turn out that he's going to get it and potentially we might all get it I I don't I'd rather deal with covid at home than deal with covid, you know, somewhere on a holiday where you don't have the same sort of support structures or the same, you know, things around you that you might I mean, look, it potentially could be a bit horrible. So you're going to want as much around you that that you recognise and you're comfortable with, and will help you through it. So, um, so yeah, so there's that. There's the hiccup. We we may we may get to go on potentially Tuesday or Wednesday, um, but as it stands at the moment, we're we're not going. We're not getting up. at, at three o'clock in the morning, and of course, if we do go Monday, Tuesday, if everything's okay, and I think by by Monday would be would be six days from the point where he's had interaction, so it probably would be fairly safe. Um, if that's the if that's the case, there won't be the same amount of traffic, so we probably have a, a more you know a more sensible kind of journey down, uh, a more kind of sociable journey down, if 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 you like so, uh, and of course. There is a silver lining because it is the first game of the football season tomorrow, and I'm going to get to go to Bramall Lane to see the game that I would have missed. So there's a slight, there's a slight positive. But uh, but in the meantime, the bags that have taken so long to pack will remain packed, and we'll will will kind of just you know get through as as best we can with you know living living hand to mouth day to day because we don't want to go out and. Buy a load of stuff and hope that we get away. Maybe Monday, maybe Tuesday. But you'll find out because if we get away, next week's recordings are going to be are going to have a, a, a touch of Cornwall uh, with them because I'll probably do most of them out and about. So, uh, so anyway, I hope everybody else out there is fine. I hope you're all well, um, and and uh, and 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 I'll let you know how we get on. Um, but I guess never more than ever, just just stay safe. <laughs>